have to be a big video game player to have heard of Fortnite. It's one of the most popular games in the world. But if you are a gamer and you logged into Fortnite last week, you would have been greeted with an unusual video. It's a parody of the iconic 1984 ad from Apple. In the original, a heroic woman representing Apple throws a sledgehammer into a towering video screen of Big Brother. But in Fortnite's version, Apple is Big Brother, staring down from the screen at an audience of meek video game characters. In exchange, we have taken our tribute, our profits, our control. And then, just like in the original, a sledgehammer smashes the screen. A sledgehammer with a rainbow unicorn on top. The video was a declaration of war. The maker of Fortnite was starting a major battle with Apple and also with Google, two of the world's biggest tech companies. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Wednesday, August 19th. Coming up on the show, the fight between a video game company and two tech giants, and the billions of dollars at stake. Meta has spent upwards of $50 billion developing the metaverse, but will it pay off? Go inside the company in a new three-part series, From Facebook to Meta, Zuckerberg's Big Bet, in the Tech News Briefing feed from The Wall Street Journal. Before Fortnite took aim at Apple and Google, it was just a game where players took aim at each other. For those of us who are not Fortnite players, can you tell us about Fortnite? Fortnite came out in 2017. There's different modes of play, and the most popular one is called Fortnite Battle Royale. Sarah Needleman covers video games. You have a virtual character. The character appears on a map with 99 other virtual characters. You are in a gun battle with them to eliminate all the other characters. And only one player or only one team will be left standing at the end of the day. Since its launch in 2017, Fortnite has grown into a video game juggernaut with more than 350 million players. And two of the biggest reasons for Fortnite's success are also why it's now on a collision course with Apple and Google. The first reason is that it's free to play for anyone. Instead of charging for the game itself, Fortnite makes money by selling virtual upgrades inside the game. Players use real money to buy virtual tokens called V-Bucks. And then they use those V-Bucks to unlock things like character costumes, parachutes, accessories, or funky dance moves. Like, how much does a dance move cost? You might spend as little as 99 cents. I can do it for free right now. (laughs) The second key to Fortnite's success? Make the game available in as many places as possible. The game started out on PCs and video game consoles, like Xbox and PlayStation. And then in 2018, Fortnite launched on the iPhone. And the number of people playing surged. What makes Fortnite special 
is that it's been available on every platform imaginable. You could play it on a console like Microsoft's Xbox. You could play it on a computer or you could play it on a mobile device. And not only that, you could be on a mobile device, an Apple phone. I could be on a PC. We could play together. We could also play with a friend down the street who's on a console all at once. That's never happened before Fortnite came onto the scene. But when Fortnite took to smartphones, its parent company, Epic Games, started having problems with Apple and Google. The app stores charge developers of apps 30% of most purchases made within their apps. So, for example, if you're in Fortnite and you want to spend $10 on V-Bucks, of that $10, $7 will go to Epic and $3 will go to Apple. For years, the founder of Epic Games, Tim Sweeney, has complained that the fees are way too high. Tim Sweeney has been very vocal about his dissatisfaction about this fee, and he's been talking about it publicly at conferences and all over Twitter. It's been something he's really cared about for a long time. And, I mean, Apple's charges 30% since the inception of the App Store. And what Epic is saying is that's too much money. That's unfair. Why can't my customer pay me the $10 and I keep the entire $10 because it's my game? Or at least I want most of the $10. Instead of seven, maybe I want eight or nine. But Apple says these fees are fair. They cover the costs of providing things like user privacy, security, and other services in the App Store. Apple has cited economic research that is commissioned on its own to show that that fee is in line with what others charge because many other app stores and video game marketplaces basically followed Apple's lead. Google takes the same 30% cut that Apple does. And over the years, this fee has become an integral part of how both companies make money. Global consumer spend on apps totaled $120 billion last year. That's an estimate from App Annie. So this is a very, very big market. And gaming, by the way, is without a doubt the largest portion of that $120 billion. And Apple is much more dependent on its services business than it used to be. Apple has come out and said that it shifted strategy to focus really on services. And its services business, a big chunk of that is the App Store. As people do so much more on their phones... These app stores have become gatekeepers for basically any company doing business online. Bigger companies like Netflix and Spotify have devised workarounds to avoid paying the fees. If you have Netflix, you can watch Netflix on your iPhone, but you can't sign up for Netflix on your iPhone. And you won't even see anywhere on the Netflix app does it say, go to our website to sign up for a subscription. Netflix just hopes the person will figure that out uh, because Apple won't allow them to say, go to our website to sign up for a subscription to our service. But for smaller app developers, the pressure to remain quiet on the question of fees is high. Smaller app developers tend to be quiet because they depend on Apple and Google for their livelihoods. And so to butt heads with these companies is risky. If you're a small app developer, you don't really want to cause any problems most companies have never really tried to challenge the app fee system head-on until last week. That's after the break. Mm-hmm. 
Meta has spent upwards of $50 billion developing the metaverse. But will it pay off for the company, its investors, and for CEO Mark Zuckerberg? Over time, I hope that we are seen as a metaverse company. And I want to anchor our work and our identity on what we are building towards. Meta's trillion-dollar business and how we use the internet could hang in the balance. Go inside the company in a new three-part series, From Facebook to Meta, Zuckerberg's Big Bet, in the Tech News Briefing feed from The Wall Street Journal. Last Thursday, Epic began its assault on Apple and Google's fees, and it busted out more than its unicorn sledgehammer. To start, Epic broke the rules. Instead of processing payments through Apple and Google, Epic created its own payment system for Fortnite. It allowed you to buy your outfits or your funky dance moves without Apple and Google taking a cut. And so suddenly when people opened up the game on iOS or or Google Play and they went to go purchase V-Bucks, normally they would hit a button and Apple or Google would process that. And for the first time, there was an option to buy it from Epic directly. And Epic was charging significantly less. And that violates both Apple and Google's rules. You cannot have your own payment processing system on their app stores. And within a matter of hours, Apple pulled Fortnite from its app store, and subsequently Google did the same thing. So that means two things. New users can't download Fortnite from Apple and Google's app stores. And for players who had already downloaded the game from those app stores, they can play it, but they'll stop getting updates. And so pretty soon, the game will stop working. Apple and Google each said they decided to take the game down because they wanted their app stores to be a level playing field for all developers. If they were to allow Epic to put a payment processing system into Fortnite, they would have to allow other games to do the same thing or other apps in general. And that would totally... Uh, shake up the entire system. They have a rule. Their rule says you cannot do this. Epic also launched a social media campaign. That parody of Apple's 1984 ad was part of it. The company called on Fortnite's hundreds of millions of players to protest the removal of the game. And some of those gamers took to YouTube. Hello, everybody. This is freaking crazy. Uh, What the heck is happening? Once uh, Apple and Google removed Fortnite, it caused a lot of um, sour grapes because for some folks who can't afford consoles or or just don't want to make that investment, um, having this game on a mobile device was very convenient. We need to free Fortnite. A lot of people think that I clickbait or whatever, but this is not clickbait. It was quite upsetting for those folks. Because there's millions and millions and millions of people who actually play on their phones every single day. So that means that a lot of people can't play Fortnite anymore. It's literally crazy. I don't know how else to put it, man. The last piece of Epic's attack, a lawsuit. After Fortnite got booted from the app stores, Epic sued Apple and Google in federal court. The lawsuits basically said that the commission fees that these companies charge are too high, that they should be able to process payments themselves, and that Apple and Google's behavior is monopolistic, and therefore, they should not be allowed to do that. And Epic chose to take its stand at a strategic moment. Right now, big tech companies, including Apple and Google, are under a lot of scrutiny. 
just so happens the Department of Justice has been staring down Apple and Google over antitrust issues. And one of the issues that has been raised in Congress during hearings on this topic has been that 30% fee. Just last month, Apple CEO Tim Cook answered questions from lawmakers about that fee. What's to stop Apple from increasing its commission to 50%? We, Sir, we have never increased commissions in the store since the first day it operated in 2008. There's nothing what? to stop you from doing so, is it? No, sir, I disagree strongly with that. Right now, the Justice Department is looking very closely at Apple over this very issue. It is possible the government itself will step in and say, you need to change your business model. So of all times for Epic to move forward with a lawsuit, now may be a fortuitous time. But how long Fortnite can hold out against Apple and Google remains an open question. Because each day the game isn't on smartphones... Epic is losing money. It will be a financial hit. The question is to what degree. Just in the past month alone, Fortnite made an estimated $46 million through the App Store and Google Play combined. So um, that's, you know, no small chunk of change. Other companies are throwing their support behind Epic's campaign. On Friday, Facebook joined protests about the fee, and Spotify released a statement saying, quote, Apple's unfair practices have disadvantaged competitors and deprived consumers for far too long. It is possible that Epic and Sweeney will inspire other businesses to speak out. And it is possible that Facebook speaking out Friday was certainly in response to this. So to have a big company like Facebook joining the chorus of complainers is pretty interesting. What are you watching for next in this Fortnite Apple battle? We'll have to wait and see what Epic's next move is. If Epic will agree to Apple and Google's terms and bring Fortnite back to their app stores, but naturally continue the lawsuits, or if Epic is going to stand its ground and refuse to bring Fortnite back to those stores unless those stores play ball. We just don't know what's going to happen. So how do you think about Epic in this battle? Look, at the end of the day, Epic is a for-profit business. And so certainly Epic would benefit for Apple and Google to reduce their cut on their app store or for them to allow Epic to bring in its own payment system. But Epic has said this is something they want to be not a special deal for Epic, but for any developer. And so you could look at it as Epic being the white knight saying, I'm standing up for the little guy, but Epic is also standing up for itself. That's all for today, Wednesday, August 19th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. A quick disclaimer, Spotify, which we mentioned in this episode, is the parent company of Gimlet. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.